0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The General Services Administration is trying once again to remove the complexities that agencies face when buying commercial cloud services. This has been a goal across multiple administrations. The draft statement of work for the latest effort, called Ascend, which GSA released last week, is the culmination of months of research and discussion with agencies and people from industry. Sonny Hashmi is the Commissioner of the Federal Acquisition Service at GSA. At the recent ACT-IAC Emerging Technology and Innovation Conference, Hashmi told Federal News Network's Jason Miller about why he believes Ascend will be different than previous attempts to create big cloud procurement vehicles.
2: The future of government is going to have a major digital component, no matter which level of government we're talking about. And that digital capability is going to be built on the cloud. I think that is well established. So we're thinking about, as the government agencies mature in their adoption of cloud, what kind of new models do they need for us to make available so that they can be more resilient, more flexible, more competitive in not only identifying the right solutions, but then uh, getting the help from industry to implement those solutions. So Ascend is our approach to start thinking about what the next level of maturity looks like, in agencies' adoption of cloud. We've been thinking about this challenge for some time, th- at least a year of internal deliberations, but now it's time to really get industry engaged. And that's why we released uh, the Promise Work Statement. We look forward to robust conversations, both from cloud service providers, services companies, system integrators, and others, to really help us think about not only the purchasing mecha- mechanism, the methods, but really help us help shape our thinking around what the future of digital tech stacks will look like. And we're hoping the Ascend will be one mechanism or the primary, the most default, most usable mechanism for agencies to think about when they're thinking about modernizing their digital stacks.
3: What have you learned over the past year as you've done your internal market research? Have you put out kind of those initial flyers to industry and started meeting and listening and understanding? How has Ascend kind of developed into what it is, the draft today?
2: As the leads for IT category across, uh, across the federal government, FAS has a key central role to play. We hear a lot from our customers on what's working, what's not working, what the limitations of existing models are. For example, you can buy cloud services today on schedules, but there's different models like consumption-based pricing and so forth that are not easy to implement in that model. So we've been hearing about that feedback for some time. That was the foundation for us to start thinking about what a new model could look like. We've done a lot of work internally in partnership with our TTS organization to really also think about what modern cloud adoption and, uh, and implementation looks like. All of that is just a starting point, though. Now it's time to really get direct feedback from large and small, most importantly, small innovative companies to help us think about how this vehicle is not going to be just good for our our customer base, but also is going to create new opportunities for new suppliers.
3: One key feature of Ascend is this idea that the consumption-based model. I know the senior procurement executive, Jeff Kosas, put out a memo, maybe January, February timeframe, around consumption-based cloud buying. Uh, that was a huge win for GSA, something that I've been following, I think, for a better yep. part of a year and a half, too. Is that a key piece to Ascend, the way it's developed, you're developing it today, that agencies can, I need ten, $10 worth of cloud, and then next month I'll need $20, and I can always up it as I need more.
2: Yeah, I mean that's definitely one of the key cornerstones, right? And and we have to get it right. I mean, there's literally there's legitimately some some uh, some challenges to implement that uh, that approach at scale, right? Appropriation cycles are what they are. We want to make sure that the appropriate financial and uh, procurement controls are in place. We're not violating policy and regulations. But like within all of that framework, we have flexibilities and ability that we haven't, I think, exercised at scale before. So that's that's definitely a key key cornerstone. The other thing for me is creating a marketplace that is. competitive. It can't just be a small number of highly, highly capable cloud companies, because if you if don't create continuous opportunities for new companies to join the marketplace, then we failed. Because this market is changing very rapidly. And as, as, soon, as, as soon as we release a BPA, the next day there's going to be new capabilities that are not included in that BPA. So we need, to, we need to have continuous ability to add new capabilities into this marketplace.
3: We know that the Alliant2 contract, the GWAC, has been a very popular way to buy cloud. Cloud services. We know the schedules have been very popular by cloud services. I think uh, Alan Hill, your colleague, mentioned that GSA saw a huge increase in 2020, like $1.6 billion in cloud buys compared to earlier when it was about a billion dollars. And he goes, things have tailed off a little bit, but still very popular. What's the need for Ascend? How is Ascend going to be different than what you already offer through either Line 2 or the schedules or EIS? or? I could yeah. go on.
2: No, that's a great question, and 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 you're right. Uh, we've seen a, a continuous kind of increase in cloud adoption across the government. At this point, I believe uh, we're doing about eight point six billion dollars worth of cloud uh, purchasing across federal government, and that's an increase of about two billion from from just a year before. It's important for for folks to recognize that cloud is not like a set aside thing anymore. Like you know, I think too many people talk about cloud as a thing that is different, unique, and we need to buy it specially. Cloud is just part of how we modernize, how we deploy technology. So yes, when you use the Alliant vehicle to modernize, and the primary, fo- primary focus for, of course, for Alliant would be to buy professional services to help you modernize your solutions and technologies, cloud is going to be a component of that. Of course, and, and it should be. Similarly, when you want to just buy a discrete number of licenses and it's easy buy, it's fairly straightforward, schedule is always going to be available. But there's a huge opportunity and challenge right now of, between those two extremes. There's More and more agencies are going to multi-cloud environments, these require agencies to think about how these cloud technologies work with each other, to, you know, integrate with each other, how to secure them. And so they're specialized services, but it's also uh, highly complex licensing models that are becoming challenging for agencies to procure through a straightforward vehicle-like schedules. So Ascend is designed to can solve for that problem. And a good example of this, again, going back to is consumption-based pricing. It's not easy, especially when you have many different cloud providers. Each one of them has their own set of products, own licensing model, own you know, product pricing models, to be able to navigate those things in a straightforward, give me 10 of these and I'm going to pay you 10x uh, the price. These require some thought. And so what we're thinking about is, like, what agencies are thinking about their overall architecture that may involve multiple cloud technologies in their own unique pricing models and own use licensing uh, schemas, Ascend is going to be designed to be able to address those complex needs. Uh, at the same time, you know, not all of those requirements may require lots of very high-intensity professional services. And so maybe Align is not the right fit for you. I also recognize that you know we sometimes make things more complicated than they need to be. So there's some level of overlap and gray areas between these vehicles. I get that. But we do think that if, if we hadn't heard loud and clear from our customer base on the need for having a flexible, agile way to engage with cloud providers, we would not be pursuing down this road. But uh, we've seen that over and over again. We're seeing a lot of agency-level BPAs being, being led, which I think adds complexity and frustration to the industrial base. No company wants to bid on a Department of Commerce BPA and Department of Homeland Security BPA and DOD BPA. So we do want to make sure that we also reduce friction and burden for the industry and this is one way to do
3: it. GSA over the years has put out different BPAs similar to this one. Email as a service, infrastructure, yeah. platform as a service and struggled to really get agencies to pick up on it. But is there a sense that you're too far behind agencies have already developed their own bpas agencies already have found their quote-unquote approach to buy the cloud the way they like to yeah. and gsa is coming in a little bit late to the party is that maybe that's not a fair based on what you've heard from your clients but but yeah, talk no, a little it's bit a, about it's, that it's, it's, perception. A fair, it's a
2: fair question and and possibly some truth to it right and that's why i don't want to make the presumption that we figured it out the the process to get to an endpoint on Ascend is going to require a lot of dialogue and I, I don't want to us to move forward. And, uh, like and So it goes back to how we were talking about user-centric design, right? There's got to be user need, and in this case it's got to be an agency need that we're addressing. And that needs needs to dictate what the vehicle looks like, how it's going to be designed, because without it there's not going to be adoption on the other side. You're right. We have, over the last many years at, at FAS, uh, made attempts to solve parts of the problem in weird ways and haven't always seen the adoption. But it's also because we haven't really had the agency need first, mission first approach always, I would say, right? So, at this point, we're being very deliberate about making sure that there is a, an actual need on the other side of this. There's going to be adoption, like adoption not just because it's going to be a forcing function, but there's actually a need that we're solving. Because if we're not, you're right, in some cases, if it turns out that we're behind and agencies don't have a need, then I would rather actually not do this, right? So, Ascend, while we're excited about this program, ultimately the job is to solve a problem. Ultimately, the job as the agency is to deliver on mission, right? And if there's a better way or a different way or solved way to solve for the, for the problem that agencies are facing, we're happy to, you know, change tactics on it.
1: Sonny Hashmi is Commissioner of the Federal Acquisition Service at the GSA, speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Check out Jason's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
4: Hello, I'm wife CEO, Shane Canfield, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Lessons in Leadership. I'm honored to be joined by Angie Bailey, founder and CEO of Anunda Life. Angie has a remarkable career in public service, beginning as a GS2 clerk typist with the Social Security Administration. And over the next 40 years, Angie steadily worked her way up through the government, ultimately becoming the Chief Human Capital Officer at the Department of Homeland Security. It's been recognized with presidential rank awards by two administrations for leadership, innovation, dedication, and commitment to the country. Angie, thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you, Shane. What a pleasure to be here.
4: Angie, you've made quite a name for yourself as a leader in the federal workforce. Who was the first person you remember looking up to as a leader, and what about them inspired you?
0: You No, I often think about this because, you know, sometimes we think of the people that we look up to the most as being somebody that throughout our career has, you know, been at the highest levels and all, but you know, I've got to go back to honestly, whenever I was 10 years old. And uh, I remember I really wanted to play little league baseball on a boys team. I was the only girl. And interestingly, it was the women who would keep saying to me that, no, I couldn't play. And then one day, whenever I was there to sign up yet again, uh, there was this guy, his name was Delbert Beiser. stepping in or stepping up and taking on the challenges that sometimes no one else wanted to do.
4: Angie, thanks so much for joining us today.
0: Oh, thank you, Shane. It's such a pleasure. I I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Thank you.
4: This has been the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I'm CEO of WEPA, Shane Canfield. Looking forward to talking to you next time.
0: When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else.